This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. This episode is sponsored by The Path, the coach-guided membership designed to help you make alcohol small and relevant in your life by removing your true desire to grab that next drink. Our science-based, compassion-led program allows you not only to shift your behavior and your relationship around alcohol, but more importantly, uncover and reprogram your subconscious conditioning and neural connections that have been keeping you stuck for years. With daily live breakthrough coaching, an intimate and supportive community, regular peer-to-peer connection calls, and a complete vault of resources, this is where your path to total freedom and effortless enjoyment of your new way of life begins. Join us at NakedMindPath.com. Hey, this is Annie Grace. I'm answering readers' questions. And today I have a great question. It is how, you know, hi Annie, how do I deal with all the shame and embarrassment around my drinking behavior. I have lots of instances where I did things and said things that I wish I didn't do, a lot of which I don't even remember and was told about later. And I feel like even though I don't drink anymore, I am stuck in the pain of shame and embarrassment. So I would really recommend, um, I mean, I think journaling is, is one of the best ways to kind of process some of these emotions. And I think there's a few different ways that you can handle emotions like shame and embarrassment. And I think doing really, I'm going to give you two key ways. And I think both of these ways done together is going to be like the best thing to do. So first of all, is to uh, really allow yourself to go through and feel that emotion, right? Write it all out, let it all out. You know, so often we're so terrified of our emotions. And so we feel it in the moment and then we immediately push it back down. And what if you just said, you know what? I might cry my eyes out. I'm gonna go into this dark place. I'm going to take out a journal and I'm gonna write down every single thing I did. But then when it's out, when I've had my cry, I'm gonna leave it there on the paper. And guess what? Getting it out, the act of getting it out, the act of purging it, the act of allowing yourself to feel it, it lets it become unstuck inside of you. It's amazing. I've done this for things and oh my gosh. And sometimes you have to come back and do it again because you remember something else and you have to do about that thing. But actually letting yourself feel and process the emotion is amazing. The second thing that you can do is what I like to call sort of the three layers of emotion. So if you think of emotion, there's really three layers. There's the first layer, which is, is called affect. And this doesn't mean like how it affects you. It's literally the word for what I'm gonna to describe to you. You can think of it as feelings as well, but it is like the physiological, chemical feelings that your brain and body create in response to your environment or in response to anything that's happening, in response to hunger, in response to discomfort. A baby is born with being able to feel comfortable and uncomfortable and hungry and tired and all of these feelings. You know, animals have all these feelings and the feelings tell us to do something or to not do something, right? So that's that's this first layer. We'll call it feelings or affect. The second layer is the meaning that you give these feelings. And uh, the meaning is, is really important because if you give, if you feel this feeling, so first, first step with that first layer is to get in touch with where you feel that in your body, how you feel shame in your body. 
So this is great. If you're processing this emotion and you're writing it all out, you can get in touch with like, and this is hard work. I'm not going to say this isn't hard work, but this is the way to freedom. Get in touch with like, oh my gosh. Okay. For me, shame. When I think of something that I've done that I'm really ashamed of, I feel it in my chest, like this weight and this heaviness. That's how I feel it. I feel it in my chest. And sometimes I feel it in my jaw clenching. And so feel it, like feel the actual physicality of the feeling. And then you want to start to explore what meaning you're giving to that and start to think about different meanings you can give it. So for instance, usually I'm such a horrible person. I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I'd let myself fall that far. What's wrong with me? These were my meanings. And my meaning now is, you know what, Annie Grace, it, it wasn't pretty, but you were doing the best you could with the tools you had. You were doing the best you could. You were using the tools to help process life. And sometimes you made decisions that you wish you wouldn't have made, but it, they're over, they're in the past. And now you've got your whole future. And so I give it different meaning. Guess what? That new meaning changes the feeling, right? If you give it the, oh, I'm so horrible, I'm so awful, and you let that cycle continue, the feeling's gonna get more intense and worse. If you take a deep breath and say, you know what? I was really doing the best I could with the tools that I had. And, and by the way, a new meaning around these emotions is that you staying stuck in them, you staying stuck from being your best self, your most authentic self, your most joyful self, your most playful self, it's not only affecting you, but it's affecting everybody around you. And you know what do, I don't know if you have children, but children, they love a happy parent. I mean, happy parents light children up. They'd, they'd more have a happy parent than a rich parent or a happy parent than a, you know, like parent who has like all the things together in the house or a happy parent than a clean house or a happy parent than TV. I mean, kids love a happy parent. And so if you can let this stuff go, you are giving a gift to everyone else. So change the meaning of this, that like staying stuck here isn't only hurting yourself, it's hurting other people around you and allow yourself to let it go. Allow yourself to leave it on the page. Allow yourself to process it. And the third layer of emotion, just to figure, finish this out. So affect and feelings is the first one, the physicality, the meaning you're giving it, which is where you can really go once you've processed it in the journal, you have all that written down and then you can start to create new meanings for yourself. The third layer is judgment and judgment is when you start to get mad. I should be over this. I shouldn't feel this way anymore. I can't believe it. I can't believe myself. This is so ridiculous. And all that judgment is just creating even more intensity. So the emotion, the three layers is really all of those things. And you have levers, you have ability in each of those three arenas to change it. You know, you can change the affect by by changing the meaning, by going deep into it, by allowing it to dissipate, by doing other things outside of you, physicality, getting great exercise, going for a walk in the sun, these things change your affect, getting a good meal, making sure you have enough rest, all of those basic care for your body things. You can change your meaning by finding more empowering meanings, go into it, you know, use the ACT technique. If you don't know what the ACT technique is, you can always join um, alcoholexperiment.com where we go deep into the ACT technique and that's a free challenge or you can get the alcohol experiment book where we talk all about the ACT technique, but using the ACT technique in order to change your meaning is so powerful. And then, you know, judgment, just really notice and observe the judgments that you're just making all the time and allow yourself to change those judgments. So those are really the three layers. And then, you know, process it, do that work and allow yourself to come out of it and, and really let it go, really let it go. 
and know that it's not doing you any favors. It's not doing anyone else any favors. It's not going to keep you. We think we have this false idea that if we just beat ourselves up enough, it will keep us on the straight and narrow. We won't make the same mistakes again, but the science shows us the opposite is true. The more self-compassion we have for ourselves, the more we learn that we were doing the best we could with the tools we have, the more our chances of maintaining the change we want in the world will be. And then, you know, it's such a gift for you to be able to let go of this stuff. So I hope those tactics and techniques help. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Hi, it's Annie Grace. I wanted to interrupt this podcast, I guess the end of this podcast to say that if you're totally serious about actually and truly and forevermore transforming a relationship with alcohol, really leaving it behind in the rear view mirror for once and forever and changing your psychology about it, we have a program called The Path that I've created specifically for you. Now, it's not for you if you're still dabbling or trying to figure out where you want to be or maybe even if you still want to moderate. All those things are fine. That's great. But if you're beyond that and you're like, no, I just want to be done with this. I'm ready to invest some time and I'm ready to just make this happen. I want the answer. I want the easy way out. Then I want you to check out NakedMindPath.com and join us in the path where you receive coach guided and community support so that you can truly make this lasting change that you want in your life. And as always, Rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.